everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Good afternoon, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, glad to be with you. Of course, my name is Kevin Eshelman. I'm here with Mark Ulrich, and uh, we're just taking some time to reflect on this past w- weekend's message Really just very grateful to have uh, Jimmy with us, glad to have him part of this uh, message series, and I felt like he really had some very, very significant things to share with us. And uh, you know, I'm sitting here with my notes here in front of me, and I have my Bible open to uh, Ephesians chapter 6. Just want to remind you a little bit of, um, of some of the words that we talked about early on, that we're, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against mm-hmm. the rulers, against the spiritual forces, against the authorities, the cosmic powers. That's some pretty significant uh, word. One of the things I appreciate about this past weekend mm-hmm. was uh, Jimmy talked about his experience when he joined the military. And what motivated him to join the military was that he would uh, get the benefits, the GI Bill, get to play around with some weapons. But what he also didn't recognize then was that he was actually signing up to be part of warfare. And just the idea that Christians oftentimes think about, I'm becoming a Christian because of the benefits that are there for me without recognizing that they're actually getting in um, in a place of warfare. Mm-hmm. I mean, has that been your experience? Yeah, or yeah. What do you see with well, that? Even, even myself personally, <clears throat> when I got saved at 14, 15 years old, I remember I got saved because I didn't want to go to hell. Oh, that right. was my main yeah. thing. And I didn't really understand even the feeling of the, with the spirit and all the things, even walking it out. Till later on, you find out you have to walk through a, into battle in order to get yep. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I'm not sure I would have known as well. Like it's it's um, you know, it's, isn't it interesting? Both you and I have been around for a little while. So remember the uh, books um, that would have come out. I don't know. It's probably about twenty to twenty five years ago. The Frank Peretti books. Yeah, yeah. And wasn't it interesting that those books, even though they were novels, like he didn't mm-hmm. claim this is prophetic or this, he didn't claim that. Uh, but what one of the ways that God used those books was to really awaken awaken mm-hmm. people to the yeah. spiritual warfare yeah. that was around them, the unseen yeah. world that was there. And it's interesting that uh, while, of course, that's been reality for you know as long as there's been human history, it took at least for Americans or for even to some degree the church here, it took those novels to awaken mm-hmm. the church for the possibility of what's actually yeah. against them. Yeah. Even personally, I think just to be reminded, because we, we're so much doers and so much of being in control of yeah. what we do, so we just press through and we can do this. Yeah. You know, even through COVID, through all the stuff that happened this past year, it's like just grab a hold of things. We're gonna we're gonna push through. And that's good. But we realize some of the things that we're fighting with is actually a spiritual battle. It's yeah. not not just a person or yeah. or whatever, you know. Yeah. yeah, I go back to my duck illustration on the very first week in which, <laughs> you know, I from an outside source began a fight among many ducks and they were going at each other and boy they were they were mad, but I was the source of the problem, mm. and I was far removed uh, from there. And that's an illustration of, yeah. you know, we fight with one another oftentimes, and that's not actually what we should be uh, mm-hmm. fighting with and dealing with. And even I, I thought even Jimmy bringing <clears throat> this this weekend, even this morning, well, last night actually, I was just dealing with sort of a heaviness and just kind of down, you know, Martin, we were talking through some stuff. And I realized as we were walking around the block this morning praying, I thought, 
that's spiritual warfare. You know, mm. wake up here and just get rid of it. You know, so we just prayed as we were walking yep. around the block. And, you know, sometimes this stuff comes at us. We don't even realize what it is. So we've got to realize, you know, yep. that's not normal that I felt that way. You yep. know, so I just had to fight back. Yeah. yeah, sometimes it isn't the first place that we go. We look mm-hmm. for a logical explanation for some of those things. Yeah, right. When um, it is ultimately you know spiritual yeah. warfare that we're yeah. dealing with as well. You know, one of the things that uh, we talked about this past weekend was um, the ability to use the the tools that we have. So mm-hmm. Ephesians six talks about the word of God being the sword um, of the spirit. Like, take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Mm-hmm. And it really comes back around like, man, we have to know how to use our weapons. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the primary concerns that I have uh, for the church today is that we know a lot about the Word. Uh, we, talk, we, we listen to a lot of people who talk about the Word. We listen to like secondhand removed. But man, just to get in, into the absolute purity of the Word mm-hmm. and, and let it become part of who we are so that when we know, when we're coming up against something spiritually, we can actually speak the Word. And it was interesting, of course, you know, Jimmy mentioned this uh, this past weekend, but in the Gospel of Matthew and the Gospel of Luke that record um, Satan coming with a very clear temptation to Jesus. Of course, what he did was, uh, in one case, it was, hey, tell these stones to become bread. In other words, you know, deal with your flesh and just get what you want. But in one of those cases, he actually quoted Scripture. The enemy mm-hmm. quoted Scripture, mm-hmm. saying, hey, see, this is what the Scripture says. Uh, but Jesus knew, of course, it was the wrong application of Scripture. And we've got to recognize, man, the enemy is very, very crafty. And we have to be alert to what he's doing right. to draw us in. And... <clears throat> That only comes, I think, by storing the word up. Right, right. I think that was one of the things that hit me the most for the weekend was realizing, boy, I got to get that word in me. I got to know that, not by having to do a search on my yeah. phone, but I need to have it in me so that I can react righteously. I can fight back with the sword instead of yep. uh, maybe this is something I got to look up. And it's all right to look things up, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, you got to get it in your spirit and in your in yep. in your in your being. And uh, so, yeah, that's probably what hit me the most this weekend. Yeah, yeah it was interesting this past year, I think beginning in January or February, we had a growth group that was done by Piercing the Word, the Pier- Piercing Word, and it was on how to memorize Scripture. <clears throat> so we had some folks here with Piercing Word, and they were teaching how to do that. And I would have heard from one man in the congregation that went there because his son wanted to go, and he thought, well, I'll, yeah, I'll go and do that. Like, he didn't really think it was going to be a great big deal. <clears throat> but what he experienced was that it really ignited a passion for the Word of God in him. And mm-hmm. so even as he put some of those things in practice, like he came out of the other side of those several weeks of learning how to memorize Scripture. Mm-hmm. He came out of the, several weeks of that with a real heart and passion for it, even to the point where he and his son now um, are, ca- are accountability partners even when it comes mm-hmm. to memorizing Scripture. And because we have the Word so available to us, you know, we have it on our personal devices and computers and it's online and we can easily find it, oftentimes we don't think, we don't think, we don't see the requirement or the need for us to store that up mm-hmm. in us. And it's something I feel like really needs to be reawakened in us, right. like actual Bible memorization. And, uh, you know, I oftentimes hear people say, I can't memorize, which ultimately is not true. So one of the things we should do is not say that. Mm-hmm. So you don't want a negative confession over your life. So I know that we wrestle with how to memorize um, and how to do that effectively. Right. But but um, 
you know, Ephesians chapter two, verses eight and nine, uh, when it, eight, nine and 10, actually, I guess it was back leading up to Easter. I asked people to memorize that, like just memorize one word a day and just get mm-hmm. through that whole time mm-hmm. and we can do it. We just don't make the, make the effort and the discipline to actually make that happen. Yeah. The word's important. We got to get it in us. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I think that, uh, again, coming back to this past weekend was, uh, Jimmy talked a little bit about, um, our self will. And, and one of the things we, you know, we talked about this past weekend was that we oftentimes think about something being antichrist as being specifically evil. And ultimately what it is, is we just want to do our own will. And so, you know, the enemy wants to, um, get us away from the Lord just simply by tempting us to do what he wants us to do. And, uh, that was pretty significant. I felt like even as the service came to a close, I wanted to pray that through for folks to recognize that, man, we don't, we don't want to do our will. We don't want just self-will. We want actually God's will to be done in us. That's just a, such a critical part. You know, when we, when we live according to God's will, man, we just have um, so much confidence that comes along with that, that we oftentimes just simply forfeit because we live on our own. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I think we can get so wrapped up in when we start following every every podcast and everything we can mm-hmm. get so wrapped up in just trying to follow someone else's thing instead of realizing what what does God want me to do even yep. as even as church leaders you know you can look at other churches and try to copy what they're doing instead of saying well I can learn something from them but what is God telling us to do right. yep. how does God leading us so we, we always got to be aware of what God is doing in us and yep. that's how we that's how if we're in a, if we're in a battle it's like I, well, I'm not going to use uh, your sword. I got to yep. know how to use my sword that I have, and exactly and n- know how to use uh, the giftings and the and the weapons that God gave to me. Yep. You know exactly. Hey, well, as we wrap up here in a couple of minutes, I uh, just want to remind you of this coming weekend. It's hard to believe that this coming weekend is May one and two, so hmm. that's kind of actually encouraging as we push yeah. towards spring weather. Uh, so this weekend, May 1 and 2, we're actually going into, I guess, the same topic in Invisible Kingdoms. And actually, what we'll be talking about this weekend is it'll be keys for freedom. So what I want to do this weekend is give you, okay, here's a way to actually become free and how you pray that through and uh, live in that place of freedom. The following Tuesday is the very first time that we're reintroducing um, our first Tuesday event that we used to do pre-COVID. And so that's coming back on on May the 2nd and, uh, I'm sorry, May 4th, I'm sorry, May 4th on Tuesday at 7 o'clock. And actually, Jake Kale is going to be with us just helping people pray some things through on that evening. But then especially this coming weekend, uh, I want to remind everybody that we have an ordination service here at the church building uh, Sunday evening at 6 o'clock. And we're looking forward to adding to our elder team uh, Chris Weber and Floyd Zook. It's a great and very significant uh, personal, almost like a family mm-hmm. time for us as a congregation. That's very, very significant, and we're really looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Just to make it clear for the Tuesday night, it's all, all, it's going to be a time of worship. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's going to be a time of prayer, <clears throat> and it's just going to be a time of letting, just giving it all to God. It's not yep. about a message. It's not about, you know, Jake, Jake will share, and I'm not sure what all he'll do, but it's, it's a time to come and, and just Worship God. That's the main reason we're together. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty much a worship service in which we hold really, really loosely. We're just going to begin to worship and see mm-hmm. where God takes it. And I think he's going to do some very, very significant yeah, things. I agree. Yep. So thanks so much for joining me today, Mark, sure. for this. And thanks to you for joining us. And we'll look forward to seeing you this weekend. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us 
by visiting EffortaCommunityChurch.com. Community